Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to advance in leadership, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, and Monica Marquez, senior corporate leader, ex-Googler, and diversity expert. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Welcome. I'm Monica with Beyond Barriers and so excited to have you here today. Today, I want to talk about learning to assess risks and make decisions with confidence and certainty because if you are like me, I sometimes get stuck in ruminating on decisions. And here's why it's important to really start focusing and thinking about making decisions and being less indecisive. Because as you and I both know, when you're faced with a difficult or scary situation, we experience levels of stress that automatically puts us into this primal state. And our stress response tends to be fight or flight or in some cases, freeze, right? Whether we choose to fight back or run away safely, or sometimes just do absolutely nothing. And when you don't make a decision or take any action, the irony is you're actually taking a decision by default. You're making a decision by default because you are choosing to do nothing. So you really have to think about how do you make the best decision for yourself And how do you make sure that you aren't essentially guaranteeing the worst outcome possible because you can't make a decision? Does that make sense? So let's talk about indecision. I mean, there are some upsides and downsides to indecision, but there's a threshold or a benchmark that you can go a little too far um, and it becomes unresourceful. So let's talk about indecision and the upsides. You know, it's not always bad. Indecision that short hesitation will actually give you valuable time to think about the situation. And it gives you a chance to gather more information, weigh the facts, and that way you don't make a hasty decision. And you can make the choice that really actually matters for you and is better. And But then you may find yourself second guessing you know, yourself, which it's good to take that warning that you might be making the wrong decision. But don't let that indecision stop you and make you be stuck forever kind of in this inertia Um, because then it becomes unresourceful. And then the downsides of indecision can play out. Like, you know, when you take too long deciding, you could miss out on really great opportunities that may not be, you know, maybe on a timeline. You could lose something that you really want. Like maybe you are, you know, looking to purchase a home and you, you know, you get the counter offer and you take too long and someone else swoops in and takes it away from you. Or the, uh, you know, an opportunity or promotion or role might open up within your organization and you're thinking really hard about, should I take it? Should I not take it? You don't speak up soon enough and the role is already filled. So really thinking about the downsides of indecision happen when you take too long to make a decision, but you also don't want to make a decision so fast that you're making it very hastily. So this is the, this, you know, this, that fine line between, you know, taking time to take a decision, but then taking too much time where you become indecisive and unresourceful. So let's think about, you know, 
why do people like you or I get stuck with inertia and indecision? And it's simply because we don't know how to assess risk or evaluate the situation. And because we're unclear or how to evaluate it, then we don't really make those decisions. We don't approach it with a framework or with consistency in order to make these kinds of decisions. We get paralyzed in doing nothing and then we just hope that somehow it's gonna work itself out. But most of the time, more often than sometimes, these things don't work themselves out. Instead, we end up with the worst outcome because we didn't create any options for ourselves. And then we live in this world of regret of, oh, I should have taken, I should have said yes, or I should have taken the opportunity. Here's the problem. When you, when you assume the worst outcome, we think to ourselves all the time, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not happy with my current role. I want to be stretched. I want something bigger, but what if I don't get that job? Or what if, you know, someone tells me I'm not ready for that job, or maybe I want to, you know, switch industries or I want to switch careers, but what if I don't find a job? We, we can always talk ourselves out of things and constantly be daydreaming about what if and what if, um, you know, like for me, I had the question of what if, you know, I want to quit my job and start my own business, but what if I fail? You can talk yourself out of those things all the time. And our automatic assumption is going to be the worst possible outcome or the other end of the spectrum, right? You either want that decision, make that decision, and you want it to happen like that, like instant gratification. And most of the time it doesn't work out that way. Or we, you know, think, oh my God, how long is it going to take? Or it's going to take forever for me to go, you know, forever for me to get to the point where I want to get. So here's what happens when we do that. We end up berating ourselves and telling ourselves or talking ourselves out of taking the opportunity. And we will become risk averse and not do that. And so what we need to do is start recognizing that the real issue at hand is knowing how to take risks and how to minimize that uncertainty and move forward and embrace the change and the idea that there may be some ups and downs, but really at the end of the day, don't miss out on the opportunity by being indecisive and letting time make that decision for you. So for me, where this played out was when I was contemplating making the transition from being an employee to an entrepreneur. And at first I did what most people do, which is automatically assume the worst, right? I thought of, you know, I thought about if I give up this stable, secure, well-paid executive position, I'm going to, you know, to be an entrepreneur, um, I'm not really guaranteed, you know, um, the income or health insurance. And if I fail, what are people going to think of about me? They're going to think I was stupid and reckless for taking the risk or, you know, at the same time. What if I am successful? What if I don't fail and I launch my business? How long will it take for me to be super successful? Um, and so I was like wanting to know the answer right away. Like I, you know, I had this uncertainty and I wanted certainty before I took it. And because of this, it really prolonged the amount of time it took for me to actually make that decision. It took several years until I actually just sat down and I dedicated the time to assess and ask myself questions and, you know, really think about 
what are the real risks and making a well-informed decision and then moving forward with confidence. There was still uncertainty, believe me, there was still a lot of uncertainty, but I was able to sit back and think about, you know, what were my strengths? What were my competencies? What I, you know, successes I had in the past and was able to make a decision to move forward, knowing that I could take on this challenge and overcome it. So don't make the same mistakes I did and waste time on pursuing, you know, your dreams or pursuing that next opportunity or putting your name in the hat for that next, you know, uh, job role or promotion you know, step back and think about these things. So I'm going to share five steps that led me to making a decision with confidence and certainty. Um, I was able to test my real risks and I was able to uncover different options that really helped me forward. So first and foremost, step one, forget the fear, right? If you can't make a decision, um, it's highly likely that you're afraid of something and figure out what that fear is write it down, like name it and ask yourself what you'll do if, you know, if your fear comes to fruition or if it doesn't, you have to assess it. I always say, and I've learned now that fear is just false evidence appearing real. Find out why you're afraid and find out if those things are really real, right? Is what is the evidence that it, that will show you that, you know, it is real. And if it, if it, you do have evidence, then you start weighing the ups and the downsides. But really, at the end of the day, nine times out of 10, the fear is unfounded. It's just voices in your head or, you know, you putting external validation or giving other people the power to, you know, that, that like, what are they going to think? Well, who cares what they think? You have to dig deep inside and, and identify what do you think? What is it that you want to do? And next is Tune into your emotions. Step two is really identify what emotions are you dealing with. Many people who have trouble making decisions tend to overanalyze. And it's this analysis paralysis that we all start to fall into. And there comes a time that no matter how much information you have or how much logic that you're applying, the decision isn't going to get any easier. And sometimes the more information you get, the more overwhelming it can become. So set a time limit on your research or your list making or the pondering or the thoughts that you're putting into it. Tell yourself, I'm going to give myself 10 minutes, 20 minutes to just think about all of the things, you know, I'm going to weigh the, the, the risk and reward and but set a time limit because you can get lost in just, you know, pushing it off or just not making the decision. And then, you know, rate each of those things. You know, when you make your list, which of them will, you know, are most beneficial, which of those things are going to be more most resourceful for you and start, you know, rating each of those things like from one to 10 of like, is this going to be helpful? Um, you know, is this likely to come true? Yes or no, rate it one to 10 and then go with your gut. And if you sit down and write down all of the things you're fearful about, the list of like, oh, um, I, I may not, you know, out of money, how likely is that, you know, make those assessments, you know, or, you know, people are going to make fun of me. How real is that? How true is that? Or does that really matter? Like weigh all of those things and then go with your gut. The, the third thing is practice. Practice makes perfect. So decision-making, just like any other skill, 
it, it's, it, it is a skill. It requires practice. So practice on the small stuff. Become, you know, in order to become an expert in anything, you, you need to practice. Practice makes perfect. And, you know, I would argue sometimes perfect isn't the thing you should be aiming for, but practice will make you better. And start making little decisions every day. You know, shoot for 10 decisions where it's like, decide where you're going to have lunch and, you know, or what route you're going to take coming home from work, going to work, or if you walk every morning or running every morning, make a decision on what trail you're going to take um, or going to your favorite store or making a, a purchase. Start reusing a framework to kind of like think about, you know, and assess and, and rating like, okay, this, that. Um, so the more that you start, you know, coming up with decisions every day, and practicing to assess them and take the time to assess it, not just making hasty decisions, the easier it'll become. And then when the big decision comes, you're going to know like, okay, here's how I always assess things. I ask these questions like, you know, is this forceful or unresourceful? How much time am I going to take to make a decision? And kind of from there, always give yourself that time limit and then decide. But knowing that you're giving yourself a little bit of time will prevent you from making just a hasty split, you know, second decision. What if you could pinpoint the invisible ceilings limiting your success? Imagine having clarity on your strengths and barriers so you can take action and gain unstoppable momentum to advance as a future ready leader. Well, that's exactly what the Beyond Barriers quiz will help you discover. You'll get your personalized score based on the 25 essential elements proven to accelerate success in the digital age, so you can understand what's holding you back and where to focus your efforts. The Beyond Barriers quiz is completely free and takes just a few minutes. Go to imbeyondbarriers.com slash quiz and take the quiz today. Now, step four is... And I like this question. I always ask myself, will this matter 10 years from now? And sometimes decisions seem so much bigger than what they really are. And if you're struggling to, you know, make a decision, and sometimes it could be like, say you're, you're going to, you know, purchase a new car, will it really matter in 10 years, which car you choose? Because more than likely, you are going to get a new car before 10 years. Now, making a decision on a home may be a different story. You may be there for decades or a, or, or a lifetime. So just really understanding, will this matter in 10 years? Same thing for in a job situation. You know, you want to take a job and you're not sure if it's going to be the right job for you. Well, you know, if it's an opportunity and it's head towards your North Star where, you know, where your goals and your dreams are leading, take the opportunity. You're not stuck in that job for life. You're not certainly not going to be stuck in it for 10 years, not if you take charge and, you know, take charge of your career. So asking yourself, will it matter in 10 years will really help you move forward and being able to make a decision because it's not going to be forever. And, you know, being realistic on, you know, how permanent is this decision? And then finally, step five is learn to trust yourself. Just listing out your strengths and understanding, you know, what are your competencies? What are the, you know, successes you've had to date? And really embracing those and knowing that, you know, where you've 
achieve all those achievements you've made and where you are today. And you've gotten there for a very good reason and trusting your strengths in order to move forward and making these new decisions and accepting the power of good enough especially if you tend to be a perfectionist. And I will, will be very honest, I'm a recovering perfectionist. I always wanted things to be just right or wanted to make sure I had all, all of the data or all of the answers before I made a decision and realized that my perfectionism was causing me to procrastinate a lot of decisions and be indecisive. And so it was extremely unresourceful. So I've learned to embrace the idea of good enough, and I've learned to embrace the imperfections um, in, you know, in life and in decisions that we make. And, you know, none of us can actually achieve perfection um, at all. So really always looking to accept the idea of good enough and just in time learning that I will be able to figure it out as I'm going ahead. And then asking yourself, you know, the various questions, like for me, what were my options, you know, pursuing my entrepreneurial dreams um, and, you know, all of these different things to help me make that decision. And once I was able to properly assess my risks, I wasn't afraid to take that leap of faith and start my own business. I laid out every possible option. I had evaluated the upside and the downside and chosen the option that was right for me. And what I came to realize is that um, the risks weren't as big as I had imagined. In fact, I had a lot more going for me than I had ever realized. And the process, those steps that I took gave me a clear sense of metrics and milestones that were important for me and set some clear targets on managing those risky situations and saying, you know, um, I am going to take this risk. I'm going to pursue um, following my dreams and starting, you know, a, a business. Um, and, and if things don't work out, that's okay because I have a lot of expertise. I have a huge network. I can always go back and get another job. And it was that question around, will this matter in 10 years? And realize that this decision, you know, if it wasn't right, I could choose to take on another job, but at least I'll never have the regret or the doubts of, you know, what if, what if would have made that decision to um, take the opportunity at that point in time to, to go off on my own. So I learned to evaluate those options and give myself a very informed perspective and making a decision with confidence. So it's really important for you to Yes, pause for a moment and make a educational decision, but don't get caught in that iner inertia. And just no matter what the outcome, trusting yourself that if you ask yourself those questions, you trust in your strengths, you, you know, ask if this is going to matter in 10 years, if you check in with your emotions and you really then identify the risks and are they real? How real are they? And name the fears and put them out of the way so that you can move forward, you will be able to achieve those dreams that you want to, and you won't miss out on those opportunities. And the more that you're willing to try those new things and to take on risks, the more likely you're going to succeed. So it's exciting to think that you can move forward and make any decisions. And so, like I said, practice makes perfect. So 
make decisions every day, but assess them in that way. Use those five steps to, to ask yourself, you know, is this be, you know, am I taking too much time to make this decision? Is it resourceful? Is it unresourceful? Is it going to matter in 10 years? Why am I hesitating? And once you start answering all those questions to yourself for every decision, you're going to learn that you're going to move forward and you're going to move forward with confidence and you're going to be extremely successful. And so I want to leave you with this quote that I believe sums up this episode. And it's, life is inherently risky. There's only one big risk you should avoid at all costs. And that is the risk of doing nothing. And that is by Dennis Waitley. And I think it is so telling that we don't want to risk doing nothing by making a decision, by making no decisions and being indecisive. So I hope this is helpful. I hope that you will move forward and, uh, and finish out the day making awesome decisions. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there. And we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you'll find show notes, links, and the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.